Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Yes, You Signed Up For This, the podcast where self-discovery unfolds. I'm your host, Bria Jamani, and today we're talking about changing your choices to change your life. Get ready to dive deep into the depths of self-reflection and gain insights that will guide you through the twists and turns of life. As always, thank you for coming back and tuning in to another episode. Very honored that we're three episodes in and you're still rocking with me. I appreciate it so, so much. You truly have no idea. The star of this episode is the second most important aspect of your self-discovery journey right after finding your authentic self because the only way to actually embody your authentic self and experience a different outcome and a different reality is to be and do something different or in other words make changes to yourself and your lifestyle. Going forward, I'm going to try to keep the intros to the episodes a little bit shorter because they have been a little bit longer and I want the episodes to really be between 20 and 30 minutes because I don't think y'all want to hear me talk for any longer than that. So I'm just going to jump right into the main talking points of this episode, which are first, understanding and accepting that nothing changes until you do. Number two, acceptance is first. Second is accountability. Main talking point number three is small changes will eventually have a big impact, which brings us to number four, which is embracing the changes and adapting to your new lifestyle. And our last main talking point, number five, that practice makes perfect. You have to, you know, continuously work at these new habits and beliefs and whatnot. So without further ado, let's get into main point. Number one, nothing changes until you do. I love quotes. I don't know why they just stick with me. Um, It's a thing where it comes from, I don't know. But one of my favorite quotes is, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is insanity, which is attributed to Albert Einstein. However, allegedly he never said this, but I am going to pretend he did because for me it's a great reminder of the importance of change and learning and knowing when to pivot when things are becoming a little stagnant and not really working out. In the last episode I touched on the topic of patterns in regards to your foundation as a person and when I say pattern I mean your habits, reactions, or how you automatically operate as a person or respond to stimuli or triggers. In this episode, we're going to dive a little little bit deeper into patterns because I believe that's the first place that change has to happen in order for it to be impactful and built upon, mainly because, as I just said, our patterns include our behaviors and change your behaviors to get a different outcome. In my experience during my journey, I've definitely have improved or rewritten a lot of my patterns for my for the betterment of myself and my future. The main one being how I respond to adversity or any sort of challenge. I do not like how do I want to say this? I like to live my life on easy mode. I don't like any type of os- obstacle or disturbance to my peace. Um, At the same time, I do know that that's not realistic. However, as a former slash recovering perfectionist in the past, I did not know how to respond to adversity, like when it came to big things. 
if I did not feel like it was something I could get past or that would require a lot of work to get past it, I literally would just bury my head in the sand, run away, wait for it to solve itself or disappear. I was a very avoidant person. I'm still kind of avoidant in some aspects from getting better. I was avoidant and it's not, it wasn't healthy or beneficial or conducive to growing as a person and as my life. So I had to make a change and do things differently when it came to facing my challenges. So instead of being so avoidant and cowardly, because that way had very adverse effects on my life, full disclosure for anyone who is avoidant, speaking from experience, it may not 100% resonate, but speaking from experience, when you are avoidant, you miss out on so many opportunities and relationships and just valuable usage of your time because you are robbing yourself of the chance to get another perspective as to what's going on. So I know like just some people are avoided by nature in some respects, myself included, but just keep that in mind the next time you wanna be avoided. The reason why I believe the self-discovery slash self-exploration journey starts with learning and accepting your authentic self is because the more you you know who you are and you learn about yourself and how being you impacts your reality and your actions and your behaviors, the easier it gets to identify what habits, patterns, behaviors, whatever you need to change in order to keep growing in all aspects of your life. Because as I said, I don't know if I said it in this episode, but I definitely said in the previous ones, we are here to grow and evolve. We are not here to stay the exact same. So the better you know yourself, the better it is for you to identify your areas of improvement. Not to say that there's something wrong with you and that you will always need to improve. You are very much great as you are. This is just if there are some improvements that you would like to make because life as it is, is not exactly how you would want it. Just wanna throw that out there. I also wanna throw that out there because only you can decide if something is working in your favor or not because only you know what you want out of your life and how you intend to live your life. So that's why that's a that's another reason why it's important to know who you are so the world doesn't have to tell you who to be. With that being said, I do have to be honest about the reality of being a human. I recently learned that only 80% of adults, or was it humans? I'm not really sure, but I'm pretty sure you've seen this floating around online. But only 80% of people are actually self-aware. Now, I think I'm pretty self-aware. However, I also know there are aspects and characteristics that I'm not consciously aware of until someone points them out and I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of do do that. I need to work on that. Or yeah, I do do that. And because we're not as self-aware as we think we are or we would like to be, we aren't as honest about who we are all the time. So it can be difficult to hold ourselves accountable for our behaviors and our actions, which leads us to talking point number two, acceptance as a first step, accountability second. When it comes to changing anything, whether that's ourselves, our goals, our direction in life, career path, relationships, any of that, you have to first accept what it is or the state of whatever it is that you're trying to change is in that moment. And you have to be mindful about what aspects of that thing aren't serving you. 
you also have to acknowledge the part you play in those patterns, behaviors, whatever, coming to life. So then you have the ability to recognize the power that you add to the situations you experience and how by you changing yourself, whatever that may be, whether you change how you respond to something, how you react to something, whether you take action, whether you tend to be passive, by choosing to do something differently, you then enact change in the final outcome. But you can't do that if you're not honest about what needs to be changed and you don't acknowledge what you need to do because we need to do the work also. As a former slash recovering perfectionist, and I promise that that is the last time I'm gonna say that in this episode, I hope. Um, But yeah, as a former slash recovering perfectionist, I can honestly admit that I did not enjoy being held accountable. It was one thing for me to hold myself accountable and like take the initiative on my own because I fed my ego. But in terms of other people pointing stuff out to me that I needed to, you know, stand on business and be accountable for, I did not like it. It made me feel like I was doing something wrong or like something was wrong with me or like I had made a mistake and therefore was no longer perfect, which is everything to a perfectionist. So instead of wanting to feel like that when it came to accountability, I would just ignore criticisms. Like if it didn't align or you didn't tell me what I wanted to hear, I would just ignore it. And of course, I ended up ignoring valid criticisms and advice that would have allowed me to avoid some very hard lessons and stare clear of some hard truths. But I'm stubborn and hard-headed and I kind of have to experience things for myself. So that's just how that works. However, still had to take the accountability lesson on the chin because it's one, it's a crucial and necessary aspect of life no matter what. And trust me when I say that you cannot avoid accountability. Like, I don't care how deluded people are on the internet and trying to say that some people hold accountability or run from accountability more than others. Others, It does not matter. We are all going to have our day facing accountability and you can't avoid it because the more you do, the harder life gets. On the flip side, though, the more you do hold yourself accountable, I got to be honest, I can't say life necessarily gets easier in my experience. However, because I'm more comfortable acknowledging my part in what I do and better at identifying opportunities for change and growth in myself, it does get easier to handle the experiences or the times when I'm holding myself accountable or someone else is holding me accountable because I'm aware of my power and authority to choose for myself. You also have the authority and power to choose for yourself as well, whether you do it consciously or unconsciously. That is what we call free will. And because we have free will, you can choose your behaviors and your actions and how you respond to things and make a choice as to only allow what you want to allow and reject what you don't want to reject. You have the choice to do that. And when you acknowledge that you have the choice to do that and that you're a contributing factor in your reality and you acknowledge your personal power, you get better at using your energy or directing how you want your life to go, so to speak. Everything is energy and energy exists in symmetry and polarity. If I'm remembering physics, I'm pretty sure. Um, But yeah, it exists in symmetry and polarity. Therefore, there's an equal and opposite reaction to everything that you do. Your patterns can either work for you or they can get in your way. If it's not working for you and it's holding you back, then you change it 
by changing yourself, your action, or your behavior. And if it is working for you, you can still change it. You can make it better if you feel like you could do things better, but you don't necessarily have to. You can just understand and accept that that's something that works for you. Like, that's your strength. The other day, I think at work, but I can't remember who somebody was like, or maybe it was on TikTok. I'm not really sure, but regardless, the message was, there's no such thing as weaknesses. Thing, the things or the characteristics or aspects about ourselves that we consider to be weaknesses or just strengths that we haven't figured out how to use. And I truly believe that that is the case. Now moving on to main talking point number three, small changes lead to a big impact. I have a quick little story time and I promise it's going to be quick. So I, when I'm feeling low or like I just need to pick me up or a boost, I call my friends and I call them because they always give me great advice in the form of metaphors because that's how I best understand things, I guess, when it comes to like emotions and whatnot. I don't know. It's just a thing. But yeah. And I remember I was talking to one of my friends, Keys. If you listen to this, Keys, love you. Hey, bye. I remember one day I was telling him I was feeling a little low and he was like, we're, he said, this is not verbatim, but he was like, we're all superheroes. And you know how like in the movies, when someone finds out that they're a superhero, they have this power, right? But they don't really know how to control it or how to fully utilize it in all of its capacity. And they have to first, they have to you know, acknowledge and accept that they have this power, this power and this responsibility and this duty. And they have to learn how to utilize and work their pattern without causing any destruction or minimal destruction or harm because it's it's unavoidable. And he was like, we are all like that. Like we all have a power. And as we get to know ourselves, we figure out what our power is and we have to practice and learn how to make our power work for us. And that just always stuck with me because, I don't know, maybe because in my mind, I'm, I live in a movie. So the thought of being a superhero kind of is like, okay, yeah, that checks out. But it also just makes sense in a way. So going with that analogy, if you think of your patterns and your behaviors as your power and you pay attention to how those characteristics or aspects of yourself affects your life and your reality, that's sort of you practicing your superpower as a superhero, right? And when I looked at life that way and, and took that into account to improving or just moving about my self-discovery slash self-exploration journey, I realized like, okay, even though I am recognizing a lot of different areas where I could grow as a person, I don't have to do it all at once. Like Rome wasn't built in a day and neither are we. So with that being said, my advice is to change one pattern at a time, um, mainly because they're all interconnected, like we're complex beings. So like we change one thing, it's an impact on every, it's like a butterfly effect, but just start small so you, you're not overwhelming yourself. As long as you're focused and paying attention to whatever it is that you're trying to improve or change in yourself, eventually you'll see that those small daily or incremental changes will have a profound income on your circumstances. At the same time, this does require sacrifice, some sort of sacrifice that you cannot run away from. What that sacrifice may look like, I don't know. It all depends on you and your life and your circumstance. It might be you sacrifice your social life, you sacrifice eating certain food or indulging, you sacrifice shopping to save money. Like 
it's going to require you give up something to gain something greater later on. And I advise you to just do your best to embrace the change and adapt so you don't revert back and undo all the beautiful work you've done on yourself during this journey. Which is going to lead us to main talking point number four, embracing change and adapting to your new lifestyle. If you paid attention in your physics class back in the day, then you know that the only constant that we can count on in nature is change and that everything in our life will change. And we got to accept that and embrace it because change is uncomfortable, but we have no choice. Not sorry to say, that's literally just what it is. Embracing change is not the easiest thing to do. One, because we are habitualistic creatures. We like for things to be as is and we like to be able to predict what's going to happen. That's how our egoic mind likes to operate. So there's this weird occurrence or thing that happens when you start changing things about yourself and your reality. Your subconscious patterns that either stem or are connected to your ego basically start coming out to self-sabotage your progress and your growth. And back in episode one, I mentioned this book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. He goes into this in depth about the egoic mind and and how self-sabotaging originates from our mind and and how to get over and all that other stuff. So I highly recommend you go check that out if you want to know about that more. But yeah, but since our subconscious patterns come out, we have to be mindful of our self-sabotaging behaviors. And those are the patterns that we want to change first. And you have to adapt to your new reality. For example, if you need more time in your day to do whatever it is in addition to your standard routine and you don't have the ability to sacrifice or alleviate your other actions, you then know that you have to wake up earlier and it's or stay up later and it's going to be an adjustment and it's going to be a change and at the beginning it's going to be rough because that's all change is rough at the beginning but then eventually it coasts out and you start selling and you adapt to the new change as i've gotten older i've come to accept and embrace change a little bit more than before i still don't like it though but i embrace it i just got to be a little dramatic when things are changing unless they're under my control because i'm still a little bit of a control freak but i still don't like it however i also accept it because i understand that change means i'm getting out of my comfort zone and being in the comfort zone is your enemy when you're trying to grow or at least explore yourself I don't care how safe and warm and fuzzy and predictable the comfort zone makes you feel. It's, I would say it's only for recuperation when you're just taking, like you're doing a little too much and you just need to come back to something for comfort, for stability and security. But for the most part, you can't stay there because it leads to stagnancy. And like I continuously say, we're not here to be stagnant. We are here to grow and evolve. And if you don't want to do that, I'm not really quite sure why you're listening to me right now. But if you do... Then my last piece of advice for you and the final talking point is to understand that as you get to know yourself and you identify your patterns and your habits and what works for you and what doesn't work for you in regards to your goals and your future and you hold yourself accountable for what you're doing and how you contribute to your reality and you embrace the changes that you know and then you make the changes that you need for your growth and you embrace and adapt then I would, my last piece of advice to you is to understand that practice makes perfect. This is a continuous process. 
and you have to keep going at it to see the effect, the desired effects. I used to think it took 21 days to form a new habit or break down an old one, but I just recently learned that it's actually 30 to 60 days to break or form a new habit. So do with that information what you may. I took that as be very gentle with yourself and give yourself grace if you've relapsed back into old habits because as we see, change takes about two to three months for like one little habit. And our patterns are made of like multiple, you know? We are truly layered and complex beings, so enhancing and changing your patterns is not a quick fix. Because our patterns are so closely linked and can be activated by multiple triggers and multiple stimuli, or in other words, one emotional event can have two different or multiple responses depending on other environmental or external or internal forces, you know, whether like how you feeling, if you ate, if you're sick, if who's bothering you, what's bothering you. You can have different reactions, you know, and it's complicated and it's not complicated. It's complex. And there's likely there's always going to be something that is triggering you and you're always going to be learning and identifying new things about yourself. However, keep in mind, you still have your core character. So, you know, like there's just certain things that you just won't do. And that's what people say mean when they say, like, you know, you can't pull me out of my character. Like you still do need to know who you are at all times. But yeah, the better you know your core character, the easier it is for you to recognize and manage your triggers and yourself and how do you respond to life and assist in your growth. That is all the info that I have for you right now. Um, If you get anything from this episode, please let it be this little tidbit of wisdom. Change is a process and it will not happen overnight. You are a beautiful work of art, carefully crafted and sculpted to perfection by the gods. And that takes time. So be easy on yourself and give yourself grace and give yourself lots and lots of love. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Yes, You Signed Up For This. Remember, within the depths of your own self-discovery lies the compass that will guide you through the incredible journey of life. Stay tuned for next week's episode about shadow work and integrating your shadow self. Please don't forget to subscribe, like this episode, leave a comment, and share with someone you love. Until next time, keep embracing your journey because yes, you signed up for this.